Two guys on a mission to provoke you to greatness. We're tackling tough subjects and sharing real life experiences. No, no holds, holds barred. barred. We fought for our family's freedom and want to help you achieve the same. If you want to live a life you've never lived, you have to do things you've never done. Let, Let the, the story, story begin. begin. That's a good one. It's one of our three pillars. What are our three pillars? Faith, family, and freedom. Hmm. So there's a method to the madness. Uh, yeah, I would say so. Am I that, mad? That's interesting. Well, did you, did you refer to me as the mad hatter? Is like that type of mad or like mad like I'm an angry elf? More like the mad hatter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So there's usually four weeks to every month, usually, mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. the most part. For the most part. Each week is going to have a different theme. Am I right or am I right? Yeah. Well, I think the first, I think the first week of the month we're looking at just, you know, shooting the, you know, expletive. Shooting the spit. <laughs> shooting uh, the so, spit. The, so the first week of the month is going to be more so a wild card. Mm-hmm. And... You know, we talk about things that are on our heart, that are pressing, maybe culturally uh, events that have happened. And then the other three weeks of the month, we're going to try to follow uh, some type of pattern, right? For the second week is going to be faith. The third week is going to be family. And then the fourth week is going to be freedom. Correct. So everybody knows what to expect going forward. There's going to be some rhyme or reason on what we're doing and how we're doing it. And along the way, it's going to be a pretty cool journey. We'll have some different people on here and there. And uh, sometimes we'll just be us. We could add another F in word. We add another F in word? All right, cool. We'll just have fun. We'll just have fun, yeah, all together. <laughs> really? so, Somebody said to me today, well, you know, I really enjoyed your podcast. And, yeah, he reels you back in. <laughs> <laughs> Next time they say that, say, well, what was it that you enjoyed about it? Try right. to get get something a little deeper, right? We did because pe people we, can listen to our podcast, and half the things we say, I'm sure, goes over people's heads like a thousand miles an hour. You know what I mean? We did. We we did get into it a little bit. He uh, he he really enjoyed um, hearing that we were going to touch some subjects that uh, people kind of get people uneasy. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yep. In a, in a good way, in a good way. Of course. You know? But you know what? At the same time, not worrying about if we offend somebody. Mm -hmm. Not intentionally, but just being real. We're going to talk about some things that obviously we as uh, men need to talk about, uh, as Christians need to talk about, as fathers we need to talk about this stuff. And sometimes it can get a little uncomfortable for some people to be listening to. So, on on the flip side, I did get some feedback where somebody. Well, it wasn't even the flip side. It was more like, "Hey, I listened to your podcast. It was really good. Um, I was a little, I, you know, I don't believe in God or something like that. I can't remember exactly what was yeah. said, but um, I thought you guys were going to be bashing people. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> That's awesome. It, is that what people? You know, I just said, are we going to talk about faith? But what when people hear that word, do they automatically go to that place, that 
oh, they're holy roller, holy rollers, or they're Bible thumpers, or you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Right, and then they think that it's not going to be, you know, gold nuggets and whatever else. Right. Well, it's funny, you know, working in the. Obviously, you have worked in the in the in the world aside from being in the church, right? So many years we worked in the church. We know what it's like to be working in ministry and in the four walls of the church and in the little bubble. And, you know, but there's also a large, large portion of our lives where we've worked outside sure. of the church in the world, right? That's how we reference it. I worked for Disney. We were, Right. <laughs> and so it's funny, whenever I, whenever the, the, conversation comes up about faith or what you believe in or or what you know religious beliefs that you hold dear to anytime uh you know i have mentioned in the past that i'm a christian or my dad was a pastor or i'm a pastor's kid what's the first thing that everybody says oh yeah. really <laughs> oh okay yeah, yeah. great <laughs> oh you're a pastor's kid holy crap you must have been wild right <laughs> That's what I get a lot of times or or they're afraid that I'm going to judge them. So immediately they want to stop cussing in front of me. Immediately they want to stop talking how they would normally talk in their everyday life. To the Isn't point where the I'm, like, I'm like, guys, can you just be normal? Like, yes, good please. Lord. can you just just stop? You know, they they excuse themselves yeah. or they say, I'm sorry. Like, you know. Like it's going to like, like it's going to burn a hole through my skin. Right. If, if they say, say something. Yeah. When I first, when I first met the Lord, I took a year off from hanging out because I needed to. Right. Mm, of course. And I, the, the first time back <laughs> to see my friends, I went to this enormous house party. <laughs> and one of the guys that was at the barbecue at the grill, and now he tells everybody, I, listen, there must have been a couple hundred people outside at that point mm. on the back deck and down on the front, on the lawn. Right. Yeah. And he, he shushes everybody. <laughs> I don't want anybody swear, swearing around this guy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I said, don't you ever do that again. please." <laughs> yeah, man, it makes it makes it so much more uncomfortable. It's like, just, just be who you are. That's it. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you are exactly where you need to be. And God loves you just the same, no that, matter what. That is perfect, bro, to lead into our discussion on faith. Yeah, faith. Faith is cool, man. A lot of people have a misconception about faith. What well, is faith, bro? What's faith to I, you? So, well, I wanted to just say something that comes straight from the mouth of God. Hmm. It is actually in the book of Hebrews. And that is by faith, we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command. Wow. That what we know and what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. Hmm. So wrap your head around that. What we see today, what we now have, what we know of, came from nothing and yeah. flew out of the mouth of God at light speed. That's faith. And he tells us 
that we have that type of faith, that we actually can speak to those things that don't exist and call them to be. Hmm. I'm not talking about like some magical spell or, you know, I'm not saying that we're, we're not, we're not forming things like, uh, like in the Chronicles of Narnia, when the, when the, the white witch made the, uh, the delicious dessert for Edmund when he was on the path right. um, getting into her sleigh and he, she made hot chocolate and uh, you know, whatever it was. Yeah. And it just materialized. That's not what I'm talking about. Right. Faith is much different, much bigger. Hebrews 11, one says now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. Right. Mm-hmm. faith to me is and there, there's different levels of faith there's different kinds of faith but we're just going to we're just going to talk about general faith right now faith to me is in a <clears throat> practical sense i own a home i have a deed to that home that deed tells me i own that home even though i'm not in that home or i can't see that home that deed is faith that's the substance of things that I'm hoping for in the future. And it's the evidence of things not yet seen. So that, that deed is the evidence sitting in my hand. You know, obviously we have faith, but it's not a physical deed that we're holding on to. But if we can hold on to the idea of something in the future we're believing for, something that we know is there already, we're just holding it as if it's there yeah. and we're waiting for it. Yeah, I was I was actually going to say it's it's seeing beyond what's in front of you. Mm -hmm. It's believing. Number one, for me, it's believing in God, Mm -hmm. believing in myself, believing in my future and my destiny. Yes. Right. Faith, Faith comes before prayer. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, and I'd say that prayer is the action, right? Prayer is the action. Faith comes before prayer is actually answered and before the individual the individual actually receives what he or she is actually requesting from the Lord. That's right. Yeah. I, and then and then to take it a step further, okay? We have practical examples of faith, right? Look at the book of Matthew. Matthew 9:27 through 30 where the two blind men came to Jesus and they asked him to heal them. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What did Jesus say? Jesus said, what do you remember? I don't do you, remember. Do you believe that I'm yes. able to do this? That's right. You do remember. You just weren't sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And what was their reply? Do you remember? Yes. That's right. That's what their reply was. Jesus says, do you believe I am able to do this? Not do you want me to do this? He said, do you guys first even believe that it's possible for me to do this? And their, their response was emphatically, yes, Lord, we believe, 100%. That's, that's a, Yep, that's it. And then what that's happened? It. He touched their eyes saying, what did he say? According to your faith, let it, be done, let it be unto you. Yeah, and that's a good point that you're making. You know, I thought about that. Jesus always asked the question. Of course. Do you, do you believe? Do you want? Do you believe I'm able? Mm-hmm. Do you want to be healed? Right. Those those things, I think, are very important 
when we see God operate and when we operate in, in Christ, when we're operating in Christ. If, if we were told by Christ as his disciples that we were going to go out and do greater works because not because we're going to do greater works than mm -hmm. those works that he did, but we're going to do greater works in number mm -hmm. because we're in greater number. There's more of us. Yeah. And we're moving in that we're moving in that power and in that anointing to go out and do those things, which absolutely is required when you are operating in faith. I think earlier we were talking about how faith just doesn't happen. It's not like there's this hand that comes out of the sky and mm -hmm. heals a person or something just takes place because you're sitting in a room praying. Yeah. Those things do happen. There's no doubt there are miracles, but there's got to be action mm. put. Like when he told the man, the lame man at the pool of Bethesda, he said to that man, pick up your mat yeah. and get out of here. Go Right. Home. That was an Walk. action. That was an yeah. action, a step of faith. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he asked him, do you want to be healed? Right. And that dude was like probably torn in a thousand directions because most of his life he had been overlooked, spit on, stepped on, pushed around, right? Of course. Ab yeah. Abandoned. Bullied, then, made fun of. Right. And yeah. he, he actually... You know, he's he's saying to Jesus, well, are, are you going to put me in the pool? Are you mm. going to put me in the water? <laughs> yeah. And Jesus was like, no, 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 no. Listen, bro, that's not what I'm saying to you. I asked you because you don't need that. You need me. What do you want? Do you want to be healed? And yeah. then, of course, he says yes. And then, of course, Jesus says, take up your bed and, right. and walk. There's always an action step to your faith. There's mm -hmm. always the next step. Well, you can believe with all you want, but what does the Bible say? Faith without what is dead. Faith without works is dead. Faith without right. action. Faith without the next step is dead, right? Yep, yep. Just like when Jesus asked the blind man, do you want this? And they needed to reply in order for Jesus to even heal them. That's because exactly if they didn't right. reply, if they didn't say, yes, we believe, yes, we know you can do it, and they just said, what if they just said to Jesus, why are you asking us a question? Just heal yeah. us, right? Like, Yeah, that's exactly right. Right? Like, what, what are you asking me this question for? You already know I'm blind. Just do what you do best. Do what you did to a thousand other people. We heard the stories already. But he asked them a very specific question. And they had to answer that in order for that next step of faith to take place. Faith of that without works is dead. You know what it reminds me of? In the Old Testament, in Daniel 3.17, do you remember the three young Jewish men? Sure. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. Now, do you remember the veggie till story? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Veggie till did a story about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. It rings a bell. I do. We've watched it. I don't remember the, what they called them. Well, I encourage anybody, if you can go <laughs> dig up on YouTube, watch Benny, Shad Benny. Yes, yes. Sh Sh I forget what their names were. Benny was one of them. Shadrach, Meshach, and Benny or something And like wasn't that. it like a, a, a instead of a golden <laughs> idol, it was like a chocolate bunny? Yes, a chocolate bunny. Exactly. So <laughs> go YouTube 
Veggie Tales, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So anyway, I, I, I want to get back. Or Veggie Tales, the Fiery Furnace. Yes, there you go. So there was these three young men who refused to bow <laughs> to the image, right? To the to the image that Nebuchadnezzar right. wanted them to bow to, King Nebuchadnezzar, right. right? And this was their response. And this 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 shows me true faith. Like like these little Jewish boys were ready to die, right? So this is what happened. These boys replied to Nebuchadnezzar. They said, they said, if this is the case, because they didn't want to bow, they refused. And then Nebuchadnezzar like threatened their life. Mm-hmm. They said, if this is the case, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace. And sure. he will deliver us from your hand as well. But That's then right. listen to this. He said, but they said, but oh king, if if but if not, let it be known. We do not serve your God and we will not worship your golden image, which you have set up for us. So so they refused to kneel to this golden image. They were going to get thrown into a fiery furnace because that, that was their punishment back in that day. They said, our God will truly deliver us. But if he doesn't, we still won't bow to your, to your golden image, your golden idol. And so that right there proves to me that they had so much faith in the Lord, so Talk much faith it. in God, yep. that they were even willing to walk the plank and walk into a fiery furnace. But here's the thing. They knew, they knew that they knew that they knew in their heart of hearts that they would not be touched That's by right. that fire. They knew it. They were convinced of it. So let's go, let's go to Abraham and Isaac, brother. Mm. God told Abraham. This is faith in my, this is what really makes me bend my knee. Yeah. For sure. He tells Abraham, you're going to go sacrifice your son. Mm. Take him up on the mountain, put him on the altar, and sacrifice him to me. Now, some people would be like, this is crazy. Are you insane? What kind of God are you? And I'm sure people still have those questions when they hear this story. Of because, course. But think about what that meant for Abraham to be faithful to God who promised him, number one, promised him a son. Yeah. At a ripe old age of 100, and I think Sarah was 90. Of right? Her. Yeah, yeah. Finally, they have a child. And now God's like, you're going to kill him. Wow, that's crazy. And they're walking up the mountain Mm. with no animals. Mm. So Isaac is like, what's up with that? Right. Right? He's (laughs) like, what? And Abraham kept saying to him, God will provide the sacrifice. Yeah. Now they're up there. Isaac's getting put onto the altar. He's tying them down. Hmm. Can you can you picture this? <laughs> I mean, I can picture how I think and I a- would respond. <laughs> and Abraham is now holding a knife over Isaac. Wait, but let's step back for a second. Isaac must have had faith himself. Yes. To be able to allow his dad to put him in that position in the first place. That's exactly right. Like what the heck kind of faith did Isaac have to not fight his own dad? I'm just being real right now. Trust God. I would have. 
I would taken have picked, that knife and turned it on your father. I would have picked my dad up on my shoulders and brought him back down that mountain so fast, right? Sure, because he's over a hundred at that point. What type of faith? <laughs> what type of faith? Right, exactly. So Abraham's an old man. Yep. The Bible doesn't speak about any wrestling or toiling or roughing nope. or no, or, just obedience. Just boom, Isaac. Next thing we know, Isaac's on the altar, ready and to then, sacrifice his life. What kind of faith did that take? And then Abraham gets stopped, just as he's about to plunge the knife his into son. his son. And God knows that this is a faithful man with a faithful son that will take care of the multitudes, the generations to come. Mm. And they look off to the side and there is a spotless ram Boom. caught in the thick, ready for the sacrifice. Boom. Love it. Faith increases as we walk with him. Mm. As we walk with God, our faith, the level of faith rises, mm -hmm. right? I was, yeah. I was thinking about this. Can you, can you apply faith or does faith exist without the word of God? No, not at all. It doesn't, right? No. You, you can't. <clears throat> th there's, there's a difference, right, in faith and having confidence and, and having the strength to do things. Right. But Without the word, it doesn't. You can have confidence, right? You can have confidence. You can believe, but sure. it's not the same as having faith in your heart. But in every situation, in all the things that we do, we walk into those situations in faith, knowing that God is in control. He's got the reins and we don't. His promises are true. And so we walk out hmm. this walk. We get up in the morning. We're breathing. We love our wives. Mm -hmm. We love our children. And on our shoulders rests the weight of the world. Uh, you know, I know that we can put our burdens on God, but on our shoulders rests the weight of what we need to do to provide for our family and all of these things. And I think that that's a test of our faith, right? Yeah. So do you believe that your faith increases how in prayer reading the word Ooh, listen faith is not fun faith doesn't always mean fun just gonna be brutally honest faith in my opinion is a fight right faith is sure. a fight sure in order to increase faith you have to go through challenging times that will require faith so I think that for young believers and people who are not fully matured in Christ, maybe new to this walk or maybe have fallen away, know one thing that if you pray for faith, God is going to put you in a position where you're going to need faith. Does that make sense? Yeah, I believe that. Early on in, early on in my walk with the Lord, I stopped praying for faith. I said, Lord, don't <laughs> <laughs> I'm not praying for faith anymore. I'm just going to use the faith that I have and let that let that grow, right? Yeah. Because when you pray for faith, it's just like same thing as praying for patience. A lot of parents pray for patience. Well, good Lord, how do you think you how do you think you acquire patience unless you go through situations in your life that you need to use patience in, right? So it's sure. the same thing with faith. I don't pray for faith. 
I ask the Lord to strengthen the faith that I do have. Obviously, that's a daily activity. Your faith grows stronger every single day, especially with the world's situations going on and Russia and Ukraine and all that stuff. You have to have faith. If you don't have faith, then what is you doing? You know what I mean? Well, I, you know, we're talking to a massive amount of people. And Mm -hmm. so to these good people, I, I believe what I would like to state is we're talking about faith and your faith has to be rooted in something or else so, it's just belief. Right. And in something or established in something, whether that's the word of God mm-hmm. or it's a world system, right? Mm-hmm. Whether that world system is, whatever it is, a religion, a belief system, a philosophy, and whatever your belief is in, if, and this is a bold statement, and this is not going to ring true uh, to all ears. If you're not established in the word of God, and when I say the word of God, I'm talking about Jesus Christ. If you're not established in the word of God, The world's way and everything that the world encompasses is established in other things that are contrary to the word of God. And those things are fear or sickness or Mm -hmm. weakness and things like that. But God's way is absolutely faith, life, love, prosperity. Do we have to struggle like you were talking about? Do we are we? put into a position where our faith is tested and we go through trials and tribulations, that's absolute. There's no doubt about it. Life is not peachy keen. You're going to go through it. It's a narrow road that we walk. Of course. But because we are established in the word of God and we can move in faith, I I think that that is, I I believe that is where we are overcomers. Mm Mm-hmm. That is where we have the upper hand because we have God on our side. Yeah. That's it. Faith is increased by drawing closer to God. Mm-hmm. That's the only way faith is increased. And the other way faith, faith is increased is also uh, Romans ten seventeen says this, right? So it says, so faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's exactly Let me right. say it again. Yep. Faith comes by hearing and your hearing comes by the word of God. So back in the day, not a lot of people knew how to read, right? Sure. So when you were at the synagogue, you would be there listening to the, the person, listening to the rabbi speak scripture and read the scrolls and read scripture. So that's why that says faith comes by hearing, because back in the day, they used to just hear. They didn't have their own Bibles like we do nowadays. Mm-hmm. But how much better do we have it nowadays that we have the Bible app and sure. Bible.com and the Bible that we can read, the leather Bible that we have in our back pockets, right? We have so many opportunities to listen and read and view YouTube videos about the Bible. We have no excuse. If we don't grow in our faith, it's just because we're choosing not to at this point. Right. There's so read much. That, opportunity. Read, that, read that one more time. You said so. And that was in Romans, right? Romans 10, 17. Mm-hmm. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by the word of God. 
Right. So then piggybacking off of that in Ephesians, if you look at Ephesians 5, verse 1, therefore, be imitators of God. Copy him Mm. and follow his example Mm. as well beloved children imitate their father. Right. Right. So uh, those things, I think, go hand in hand. Of course. How do we how, do that how are you going to be an imitator of God if, if you, don't, you don't know his word? If you don't know God, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly right. <clears throat> we can go get into a whole nother trail of philosophy and theology. And, you know, we're not going to go there in this episode. But if you don't know about God, if you don't know who he truly is, if all you know is what you think you know of him being mm-hmm. this heavy handed judge that is so far away from us that he can't, he can't humanity. Right. Yeah, That's yeah. the things that people say and, and are passed down from family to family. If you don't know God, the only excuse is you're not reading his word to learn about him, to learn about who he is and his character and how much he loves his children. So uh, my challenge for people out there is that if you are challenged by this episode and you say, well, I'm not a Christian or maybe I'm not a follower of Christ or maybe I'm not practicing or I haven't been in church in 10 years. At the very least, after this episode, I challenge you to crack open that Bible that probably has dust all over it. Open up that app on your phone, open up a browser on your desktop. And start to read through scripture that talks about who God is. Mm-hmm. Read through the New Testament about who Jesus was. Because Jesus is God incarnate, right? So Jesus only did what he saw the Father do. So the, the character of Jesus, who Jesus was on the earth while he was here, is who his daddy is, who God is. Right? And so yep. I, encourage, I, encourage, I encourage whoever, maybe this is for one person, I don't know. That's but, good. But Take a few minutes out of your busy week, five, 10 minutes, and start to just dabble in the scripture and start to learn about who God is. And then your faith will grow. That's it. Yep. That's exactly right, bro. Mm-hmm. Feed, feed, feed your inner man Yeah, with the word of God. Stop watching CNN and Fox and NBC, right? Yep. And instead, get in the word a little bit. Read some scripture, fill your bucket up with faith rather than fear of what the world is I, trying to throw your way. I'm going to I'm going to actually reiterate what you said, but in, in, a, in a slightly different way. Mm-hmm. And this is for the people that are listening that may not have faith in God. Mm-hmm. I'm challenging you to put God to the test. His word never returns void. Mm-hmm. So I would challenge you to do what Mark said. If you don't have a Bible, open up the Bible app by version on your phone or go to the web browser and look up a Bible app, a Bible website yeah. and start to read. And I'll say the New Testament. Start to read the New Testament. Start to read the Gospels, the Gospel of John, Mark, Matthew, Luke. And start to allow God's word to come in and transform you. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to put that challenge out there. People that may not or are listening and don't have that relationship with the Lord. And 
this way, you can relax, take a breath. You're not put in a weird position where you feel like eyes are on you. Right. Just sit and allow God, go to God. I said to God when I was uh, prior to knowing him, I was crying out to him one day. I was, I was in a U-Haul truck. I was breaking the dashboard of the U-Haul truck to pieces, pounding on it with my hands and kicking it with my feet. And I was crying out to God. I didn't even know what God I was crying out to, really. Hmm. And I was saying, if you're real, you need to show me you're real. Hmm. So that's my challenge to the yeah. people. That's good, man. We gave a whole bunch of good scriptures to go through as well. So re rewind this podcast, this audio, and go back and write the scriptures down that we, we gave in this podcast and start looking at those, read them, meditate on them, ask God, what the heck does this mean? Explain yeah, it good. to me, open it, open it up to me, illuminate it to me. And you will grow in your faith as well. Perfect. Why don't you pray for our listeners, brother? Sounds good. Father. You are great and mighty, and your word is true. And I thank you for the listeners that have tuned in to this show. And I don't even want it to be a show sometimes, God. I just want it to be a place where people can come and rest, a, a place where people can be uh, rejuvenated or refreshed. Father, I ask that right now, even as they're listening, God, that your peace would surround them in their room, in their car, while they're walking, wherever they are, that peace, your peace, would surround them. Father, I thank you that you give a measure of faith to man. Hmm. So, God, I ask that you would give a measure of faith to our listeners and that they would draw closer to you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.